Hello and welcome to the only podcast that's all about Fort Meade, our community, and life in the military. I'm your host, Joe Nieves. And I'm your co-host, Sherry Kuiper, and you're listening to Fort Meade Declassified. Joe, how are you holding up this morning? A little rough. I've had I've had my jug of coffee this morning. <laughs> your jug. And uh, I woke up in a little bit of pain, you know, like like a lot of our service members have probably experienced, you know, their their musculoskeletal injuries, like oh. our previous episode. Yes, yes. And uh, cold weather probably isn't helping. No, not at all. It's like, like your knee hurt and it's going to rain or something like yeah, that. Exactly. Like you're like you you're like a tell. walking weather machine. Over exactly, there. exactly. You just know what's coming. No, um, so the cold weather's. Uh, aggravating an injury of mine that's just permanent. So it's one of those things where I always will experience it off and on and stuff. I throw a ton of Icy Hot on it. I know our service <laughs> members know Icy Hot all too well. <laughs> sure. Like, like on their knees every time they wake up in the morning, you know? I mean, I know it, but not for service-related injuries. <laughs> or I mean, everybody's, injury. Yeah, everybody's got their thing, you know? Oh, man. Well, I don't have quite a jug of coffee, but mine's a homebrew today. Nice, very Some nice. Some folks uh, off post did not get any of my money this morning, so I'm trying to keep it that way. But yeah, how how's how are you? How are the holiday preps going? Uh, pretty good. I mean, we've uh, by the time this airs, you know, we'll have had Thanksgiving, but going into Thanksgiving, um, you know, we bought a ton of food and we're going to start prepping it and and hopefully hopefully make some healthy choices when we eat. just 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 admit now it's not going to happen it's on thanksgiving not day but i think everybody kind of just just, just says, enjoy the food and the company exactly yeah everybody's like today's the one day i'm allowed to <laughs> well we've got a few of those days coming up you know yeah, thanksgiving exactly. day christmas day yeah for or, my family it's christmas eve yeah or whatever holiday you celebrate in yep. december yeah yep. Um, and then New Year's is usually a big party time. So yeah, big time. So yes, and yes, you're right. Holidays uh, in my family, um, uh, we do Christmas, but we also do Hanukkah. So mm-hmm. that's uh, mm-hmm. eight days of fried food and jelly donuts and all sorts of unhealthy stuff. So I, I might as well just like just chalk up the next two months as not caring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because spaced out. <laughs> Is the pressure of Chad Jones watching you making it, you space it is. out? Our, our, he our boss walked decides in. to walk in and stop and stare. Our boss walked in and we just completely lose track of what we're well, talking about. Well, you lost track of what well, we're talking about. Well, I did. About. Yeah, Sherry was I'm, fine. I'm still going. She hit her. <laughs> I had to have my podcast <laughs> <laughs> Well, talking about stressors in the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is adding to it. <laughs> right? It's, quality it's control. Quality control, exactly. Like Chad Jones says, quality control. So we have a very interesting set of uh, series coming up over the holidays. Well, we're, we're in our holiday resiliency series. Right, you are right. smack in the middle of it right smack now. Smack in the middle. And on this episode, we're talking to Mark Paxton. He's a financial advisor. Yes. And he's going to help us talk about you know how to save money during the holidays. Amazingly simple things to do so you don't mm-hmm. overspend and so that you're not you're not paying for it. Post holiday season, yeah, and when you think of finances during the holiday season, Sherry, what do you think of? I don't. You don't. I mean, it's just you're spending, you're buying gifts, you right. kind of want to ignore yeah. the fact that you have financial responsibilities because you want to, you know, you want to do what you can. Yeah. Um, and then I also think of stress because um, I'm not the wealthiest person in the world, and I, I'm not. My last name isn't Bezos, so <laughs> or Musk, or we're not taking holiday trips yeah, to the moon. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, for me, finances is you know just 
wanting to give as much as I can to my loved ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, it also means dealing with that aftermath and remembering your financial responsibilities as an adult. Well, it's funny uh, because a lot of those financial responsibilities, if you're someone like me, has to do with your kids. Yes. Yeah. And And as much as we love our children, they're financially stressful. Very, very. (laughs) (laughs) Well, another great thing is we have Fran Jameson on this episode with us, and we talked with him about you know, your kids and, and, and the stress that you might be dealing alongside the kids, because the kids are probably experiencing some stress during holidays. Exactly. And he's got some great advice. Uh, Francisco Jamison's our CYS director mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. So he deals with all of our CDCs and, and deals uh, with the children here on post and has some great tips for just coping with the stress your kids could be dealing with and the stress that they kind of cause. <laughs> we love our kids, but let's face it, we're, it's all as holidays is stressful in both Mark and Fran have some great ways to just get through the holidays uh, financially stable and still loving your family very, very much <laughs> when it's all said and done. Yeah. So uh, first up, we have Mark. Well, thank you for being with us here today, Mark. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> so we we all know that the holidays are some of the most stressful times of the year. And financial stress is one of the big ones that impact, you know, individuals and, and families. Yes. Do you think it's important for indiv- individuals to have like a holiday spending plan? It's a great question. Uh, and the answer is absolutely yes. That's a concept in, in the finance world. The, the concept of planning is something that we constantly come back to. Mm-hmm. And the holidays are certainly no different. So what, what we would recommend is that you first make a list of who you're going to give to. Write down names. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you go through and you put down a dollar range for each person. Uh, kind of go through that process. And at the same time, build a picture of your own personal finances so that you know what you're dealing with and be honest with it and, and uh, kind of confront it. So pull up your statements, write down your balances, how much you owe on things, uh, write down your income on a monthly basis. Uh, and what you want to do is for your holiday spending, when you get that total at the end of all of it, mm-hmm. you're not shocked by it two, three months down the road yeah. when you have to pay for it. It's, it's good advice, but I, I feel, Joe, that my accountability to it, because I write yeah. a list every year, and <laughs> yeah. I, I'm go, oh, this is how much I'm going to spend, and then I see that like one item that mm-hmm. I just have to buy for mom or dad or something, and then blow it, you know? So then yeah. it just completely... <laughs> Sticking sure. to it's probably the hardest part of this whole thing. <laughs> Absolutely. It's hard, you know, that yeah. whole giving spirit takes hold. And, you know, yeah. in that moment, you might feel good about it and you can do it. And then, it, you know, later down the line, it, it kind of kicks you in the butt a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're reminded later that you spent all this money previously. Well, well I mean, what we do in our household is we actually buy several months in advance. So we don't actually do it in the holiday season because it's just it's one of those things where I feel like people jack prices up in the holiday season because they know people are running late and they're and they're trying to buy things last minute. And and I mean, and, and that's why we do it the way we do it is so that way our budget isn't impacted so much during the holiday season because right. it's such a spend heavy part of the year. So yeah. we, we do it over the course of months like like we start in like July. I actually did yeah. that this year too, and I tried to have the same attitude. But mm-hmm. When I see things buying, when I see them, yeah. instead of trying to buy for my entire family, yeah, like the month of December, <laughs> and so I've actually got a few things 
on my list already taken care of, but kind of getting back to like that financial spending and plan, what are the short-term and long-term impacts of overspending during the holidays? So we've already established Joe's got it together and I'm the one probably (laughs) going to overspend a bit. So what, what are, what are those short-term and long-term impacts of of spending a little too much this time of year? Short-term, it can impact your ability to pay bills. Right. That's the big one. And and to be able to, you know, put food on the table and that kind of thing. Or, you know, if you go out once or twice a week, it's going to impact that. Right. Long-term basis, what you have to worry about is things like running up credit. That's Mm. going to have, even though you're doing it short-term, it can have a very long-term That's that, you know, they say the snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts little, and then if you, especially if you've got interest on it and penalties yeah. and really see it bog a lot of people down. Yeah. Um, this is also a great time, if you haven't done it, to actually put down a long-term financial plan so that you know what you're dealing with. So when you're talking about things like uh, your 401k contributions or your TSP contributions, mm-hmm. uh, whether or not you're going to have life insurance at some point that you're going right. to pay for, all of those things can be impacted by short-term spending, even mm. though those are long-term items. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's it's funny because people probably hear those things and they don't think holidays, they don't think, you know, this is important. But what how you should think about it is gifts for yourself. You know, you're allotting these things for yourself because if not, all you're going to do is spend on everybody else. Right. So it's a good way to put that into perspective because I don't think 401k when I think about, you know, I the definitely am not thinking about that. So, but <laughs> think about it as gifts for yourself, you know? Well, and I like something else you said, and you know, my younger self has experienced this, but when <laughs> the holidays come and using that dang credit card, yes, you know, if you're in a tight spot, that could be some real trouble because... You know, right now, if I spend cash and go buy Mark, Mark, if I buy you a present, I spend cash, I'm done. It's it's not coming out anywhere. But if I mm. put it on that credit card, right, and then I get to forget about it for yeah. a month, yeah, and then I've put all of my charges on the credit card, and then a month later, they're starting to come around, and the bills that bill needs paid. And if you don't pay pay it all off, and you mm-hmm. only pay the minimum part, you're still incurring all that interest. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking very lame is here. I'm not a financial expert like Mark by any stretch <laughs> of the word, but it does snowball. And then, you know, you're in January. Well, your, your heating bill is a lot more expensive sure. and all of that other stuff compounds and it really does have a snowball effect. So really great thing to think about when you're spending money this holiday season is also where that money's coming from yeah. and, and how yeah. it's going to get paid back as well. Also, also what you can consider and, and and Mark, we're going to ask you about this, is alternative gift options that individuals and families can do to, like, it could help them stay within budget, but they can still show their love and appreciation for their family. So what kind of alternative options can people think of? Yeah, that's always kind of a fun question. Yeah. Uh, and Joe, you had mentioned earlier enjoying the holidays and it's so fun and, you know, going out and, and shopping for people you care about. Mm-hmm. It's a blast. It really, yeah, is. it really is. And we all get caught up in it. And so what I would say in kind of answering that question is absolutely don't take the fun and emotion out of the holidays, right. but try to take it out of your spending. Mm. So if, if you, and, and kind of going back to the, the, one of the earlier questions, if you write down each and every person a, a month, you know, do it now, yeah. uh, a month in advance, who you're going to get for, 
and then be creative. Yeah. You know, think about that individual, what kind of wine do they like or what would they find interesting or what kind of a book would they enjoy? Yeah. Uh, and then you've given yourself enough time to buy that on Amazon and, and to make that gift a little bit more meaningful. So it's not just the big plastic item that pops out at you as you're walking through Target yeah. on December 22nd, <laughs> which we've all done, right? And, oh, yeah. uh, and, and, and that it can just really add up. Yeah, um, makes sense. So it gives you an opportunity to do that. Well, I don't know about you, Joe. I know you have you have little ones, but I have kind of a big family, and I have lots of nieces and nephews. Yeah. And we were trying to do that whole gift exchange, but it only really benefited me because I have one child. <laughs> yeah. But my sister has several. My brother has several. So w- my brother, sister, and I, we just said, we love you. We love each other, but we're not spending money on yeah. each other anymore. Yeah. And so, like, that doesn't, you know, exclude, like, cards or maybe, like, a little small thing of candy for the kids or yeah. something like that. But we st- we decided to stop spending, or it had to be a handmade gift. It yeah. ha- could it couldn't be something you bought. Yeah. So we did that for a number of years, and that was a lot of fun. And now my parents, like my dad, is my dad's a veteran, so he's so everything I buy him either is handmade or veteran made. That's cool. So I can't buy him anything else. I did cheat a little bit because I found something really cool for my stepmom this year. Yeah. That wasn't veteran made, but it kind of goes along that same line. Yeah. So it's kind of you know a creative way to to spend your money for like a good cause, if you will, mm-hmm. or you know for good spending, and kind of takes the pressure off of you know buying my dad some expensive electronic that he doesn't want anyway so yeah, yeah my wife she makes a lot of the she gifts does. That we give your, your wife is quite crafty yeah yeah so she she makes like wood crafts and stuff like that we have like a laser engraver mm-hmm. so like it, it'll etch in details and so she'll make a lot of personalized stuff yeah which is i think if you have the capability to do that sort of thing or to purchase something like that they're usually very i won't say very cheap because it's usually very high quality stuff, but the cost doesn't really reflect something you would buy in a high price store. Mm-hmm. So it feels less impactful on your on your wallet, on your budget, because it's not priced so heavily, but right. it's usually very cute and very personalized, which I feel like brings a little bit more meaning to yeah. gifts. So but that's just us. <laughs> no, but just hopefully inspiring people to think outside the box a little yeah. bit. That's yeah. my point of, of saying that. Like, yeah. you could probably come up with some really creative ways. And if you come from a big family, I think it's kind of okay to have that heart to heart and say, look, I don't want to, br- I love y'all, but I don't want to be paying on this credit card bill <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three months exactly. past the holidays. Yeah. Another great idea is to rather than buy physical gifts, mm-hmm. uh, w- you know, for the right person, uh, give time. So give your own time. So give them an IOU that they open Christmas morning that says, you know, hey, we're going to go on a movie date or it works great for, for kids. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll take yeah. my daughters on dates, things like oh, that. Fun. And when they were little, they, cute, and yeah. when they were little, they loved it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yard work or if you mm. have a skill. Every year for Father's Day, all of my dad's grandchildren all go over and do yard work, and that's their Father's Day present for Papa. Oh, sweet. Uh, and he loves it. You yeah. know, they don't yeah. necessarily do a great job, but <laughs> he loves it. And he gets that's to sweet. hang out with them. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I'm exactly. Sure I'm sure there's a little hanging out after they're oh, yeah. done with all the hard that's work. That's sweet, so. though. Yeah, I like that. I think the idea that that time, it, it really is a valuable thing. Right. And in so many more ways than just saying it's a valuable thing, it feels so. So we have a thing at home with my family that we don't like physical gifts. 
And we just, that's just for me and my kids and my wife and I, we like experiences. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge, that's really been a huge the past few years. Yeah. And it feels like, cause they'll remember it longer. Mm-hmm. They appreciate it more. They'll want to do it again. So it, it takes, now we don't do that with the rest of the family because we're not around them. And so we right. buy them stuff, but considering experiences as a thing, like there's an indoor skydiving out in my Gatesburg. My daughter wants to do that. I was just yeah. thinking that. I, we like, just, I need to buy that for my daughter before I forget. Yeah. We just did that for one of my That's daughter's awesome. birthdays and that was a blast. Uh, pictures or it didn't happen, Joe. Oh, I, no, there's pictures. I, uh, it was on my social media. You, you skydiving? I'm going to have to. Not me skydiving, them skydiving. Oh, well, that doesn't, yeah, they're, they're young and adventurous. Yeah. I, I need yeah. to see Joe doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll do that as an office. I don't know. Um, but the idea that that time is, is a precious thing is really a really nice thing, too. I do love like the idea of the alternative gifts. But in sitting here just talking about the, thing, the little things to think about, what are some resources and vi- financial counseling services that are available? Because I think right now, like, I've even personally just had conversations with my husband recently. Like, I literally asked him yesterday, like, do you have a friend cause, who's a financial advisor? Mm-hmm. Because I think we need to talk to one. Because yeah. I wanted to make sure my TSP, that I was doing all the right things with that mm-hmm. and things like that. So this time of year does get people thinking more about money. So what services are available if somebody's sitting there saying, you know what, I want to get my stuff in order so I can have a great holiday season and not stress out and be taken care of. So have a personal finance management group, and they're more what I would consider to be financial counseling. Mm-hmm. So if you are, for example, you need budgeting help or you've got credit card issues and you're trying to fight that or you know t- unpaid taxes, something along those lines, they will re- sit down with you or over the phone, go through that with you and help you. You d- develop a plan. Mm-hmm. On the advisor side, uh, what we will do, which would be perfect for your question, Sherry, right. is sit down and help you build a plan that really has your long-term goals in mind. So am I putting a- uh, away enough for retirement? Right. Uh, does it make sense for my family to have life insurance in place? Things like that, how to manage your estate, how to take care of your beneficiaries, uh, all of mm-hmm. those things would be on the financial advisor side. Okay. And those services are here on the fort, right? Because Yes, they are. Uh, in the credit union, okay. you can go in and speak with any one there and they will direct you either to a financial advisor or mm-hmm. to a financial counseling, depending on what you need. Uh, also online, we've got a lot of calculators and tools. I would recommend that. That helps you kind of on a personal level, manage your savings and your finances. Was there anything you felt like we didn't cover that you'd like to bring up? Any, uh, any thank you so much. It's been great. It's been a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, kind of going back to the early part of our conversation, mm-hmm. really just emphasize writing things down, having yeah. a plan. And write, sticking to it. And don't stick be like, to don't it. Be like me. Get to a point where you have that total number. Right. Because you don't want to be surprised when it hits you later down the road. And yeah. also, you know, try to take the emotion out of spending, but don't take it out of the holidays. Mm. And there's lots like of fun that. ways to yeah. do that. Uh, you, you're absolutely right. Thank you so much, Mark. Great advice. Mm-hmm. And definitely some things to think about to keep us financially less stressed over the holidays. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mark, thank you for being here with us. Thank you. Mark Paxton, financial advisor, just gave us some great tips for dealing with holiday financial stress, which I'm pretty confident everybody deals with. 
And another big stressor is just with the families itself. Children are dealing with stress. Families are dealing with stress. So Francisco Jamison, our CYS director, is here to give us some great tips on how to get through the holidays and have a loving and healthy, happy relationship with your family during and after. Fran, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So as we're doing our our holiday resiliency series here, even though we've been in this pandemic and the kids have probably been home a lot more, the holidays seem to add some extra stresses to it. So what are some of the stressors that kids and families may experience during the holiday season? I think one of the first things all of us as parents will agree is that proximity. So the holidays brings (laughs) with it your children are home more because school is normally out. And so we're spending a little bit more time together than we normally would. Now, the good news is with the pandemic, that's actually not as true as it once was. Right. I was just going to say there's probably those proximity corners of the house already dedicated for everyone from the pandemic. So keep those in mind for Christmas and the holidays. COVID had some positives. And one of those was people had to stay together a little bit more than they were, you know, previously accustomed to. So, but, but I'm sure one of the things that all parents will agree on is the, the feeling, the need to maybe live up to expectations. Mm, So uh, the holiday brings with it some need to spend money and to, uh, live up to either the Joneses, and that can be children as well. Mm-hmm. It's not just adults. Right. You know, everybody in the neighborhood's getting a brand new scooter, and your parents can't afford a scooter. Right. So there's a stress on the child right. about not yeah. receiving, and there's a stress on the parent for not being able to provide. Right. So probably right out of the gate, the the the, the need to meet expectations of others is probably one of the highest stressors yeah. involved with the holidays. Um, and then of course being around grandma, grandpa. Uh, cousins, uncles, aunts, you know, and we love them, but but we we don't live with them. And so now you're kind of having to do that dance of your family's normal functions versus what the extended family expects. And and that can be uh, hard on everyone as well. It is stressful. It is. As much as I love my whole family, having them all together, having the big party or what have you, it's a it can be tense. It's still disruptive because it right. changes your normal day to day and all that. So you have We're to modify. We're such creatures of habit. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody brings with it their own expectations of what the holiday should be. So, yeah. it, you know, you have to dance around all of that. So, yeah, it's, it can be stressful. Well, let me ask you guys this because you said something I think is really important about keeping up with the Joneses and, um, you know, with your kids, like not getting the new scooter. And they come home and say, Johnny's getting the new scooter, Susie's getting the new scooter. How do you guys deal with telling your kids why they might not be getting the new scooter? I mean, do you just tell them Santa ran out of scooter wheels and maybe next year? Well, we, Because I'm wondering if you have any good advice for parents who might be dealing with that, with that stress and how to yeah. mitigate it. So we definitely don't do the whole Santa excuse thing. Like, we, our right. kids still, still believe in Santa. Yeah, um, and, and and we like to keep that going for a, for a while longer. But uh, when it comes to what other people have that we don't have, we try to play to like our strengths, I should say. You know, I know my kids would like something like that. Right. But ultimately, they wouldn't play with it for very long. Right. Like it sounds great. Right. But it's just you're into different things. Yeah. So it's okay to be into what you're into. And not necessarily into what they're into. Right. Yeah. And, that's and a good them one. having something doesn't take away from what you have. Right. That's the hardest thing for a kid to understand. It is a hard thing. Is when other people have something, it doesn't take away the value of what you already have. I think that's such a great point to like pass on to your kids. Yeah. 
that just because they tough. have something yeah. doesn't mean that you don't. Yeah, you just have exa- something different. Exactly. You just have I something love that. different. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I don't know. Joe's got it all. I'm not sure why I'm here. I mean, yeah. No, I was just I'm curious. Guy. Look at him. Oh, no, I was just curious because like, <laughs> I remember when my daughter was younger, she, she made a comment to me about why I didn't purchase something. And it was something along the lines of, are you broke? And I'm like, no, that's not exactly it. It was more along the lines of what Joe was saying. Like, if I buy you this thing, you have 20 at home uh-huh. that yeah. you don't touch. It's a waste of money yeah. to buy this. Let me get you something that you're actually wanting and using, yeah, not exactly. something you need. Yeah. So, But I was a military brat, and I can say that maybe the answer is that you are broke, and that would yeah. be okay. Right, because yeah. You know, the you, new that's scooter a great point. is not a requirement uh, of the law for, for a parent to right. provide for their child. Yeah, you know, exactly. shelter, health care, you know, the, the daily means. But I think to add to what Joe said earlier, one of the things I would embolden parents to do is be transparent with their children. Yes. I think one of the things we do sometimes as parents is we try to avoid... Uh, critical conversation, and we right. shouldn't. You know, even even with young young children, make it age appropriate. But telling them what your means are and yeah. explain that early out. I mean, let's not wait for November right. to start saying that. Your kids probably all watch Disney Channel, right? Of course, yeah. maybe Disney Plus now. But <laughs> they see the commercials, and if you're sitting with them long enough, they want everything they see on TV. Right. Exactly, exactly. Um, and you got to just kind of you know temper that. You know, mm-hmm. Santa is going to be very much able to come and see you on Christmas, but. You know, you aren't the only child in the world. Right. And we can't afford everything. Right. Um, so that's where you have to start teaching them about priorities. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Making lists and, and, and analyzing, even as a young child, you know, I really want a scooter, but you also want a puppy, and you, got, you aren't going to get both. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and you'll hear me talk about it in other shows and stuff like that, but we started to really push the whole experiences over items kind of thing. Like taking your kid to the zoo for like their birthday or sure. something. That it, it, it there. I don't know how much it costs to go to the zoo these days, but I don't imagine it's it's for military families. It's probably yeah, less expensive. It could, it could be. I think you get a discount, or it might be free. Could be free, or you could go to the MWR and they'll get you tickets to something. Absolutely, and 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 take your kids to some of that because I mean sometimes it's tough to make ends meet, but if we can get something at a steep discount or for free and it means our kids get a really cool experience i think that means more it feels like more to the yes. children at least you know and, and i'll again joe and i didn't rehearse this but man, <laughs> i was gonna say are you sure because you guys out. are like yeah. you guys are spot on but we can add to that to, to volunteer i think that Ooh. we do in our family is we we make our i shouldn't say make we we encourage our children <laughs> we encourage our children every holiday to give back to the community oh That's wonderful because they are uh, blessed to be in a, in a, in a dual income family and, sure. and living in, in, in the United States where we are, we're blessed. And, and so we want to pay that forward. And I think everyone on this uh, podcast listening you know, can, can take Joe's advice and, and a little bit of mine, make an opportunity for your children to yeah. not only receive, but to give back. Yeah. Right. And I think that lowers a little bit of the stress of the holiday right. season as well. It That's is. Nice. And there's lots of great volunteer opportunities in this area. There's uh there's like food kitchens, food banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's places like Sarah's House that are usually looking for opportunities. Yeah. Around this time of year, so places I think that's are, wonderful. I do a lot of volunteer work. With yeah, my, and these my places child. have great missions too. Right. Like, especially like Sarah's House and stuff. And I think it also helps, like you said, manage those expectations. Like, yeah. So I I mean I think we kind of touched on it a little bit, <laughs> but uh, what can families do to remain strong and resilient and and still have fun? 
Again, I think one of the first things out is just transparency about what their their situations are. You know, be be transparent with your children and, and yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we aren't here to keep up with the Joneses. You know, right. my father as a specialist was not my father when he retired as a first sergeant. I mean, there's a difference in sure and how he could provide for his family. But you Absolutely. know, I didn't know the difference. You know, we make a joke in CYS sometimes about the boxes, Mm -hmm. you know, we buy these great things in CYS and the children, the young ones especially, are more interested in the box that came in than the stuff that came in. And that's absolutely the truth. Children really don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and their their imaginations are part of the gift, actually. Yes, right. You know, yes. giving them something that is imaginative is actually much better yes. for them than to give them everything that they think Absolutely. they want. Um, so Absolutely. one of the things I think you can do, and we're doing it by doing this show, is letting parents understand that it's okay to provide for their children what they need versus all the things that they want. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, temper those expectations and, and provide for them the opportunity to uh, not only make themselves better, uh, but make their community better. So, uh, And that includes the parent, you know, right. yeah. volunteering. Absolutely. I go with my kids. I don't just send them away to volunteer. <laughs> right. So when we go, and when you go to do those volunteering, and I've been to Sarah's house, uh, as a matter of fact, while you're there, it also shows them some other people's realities. Right. And, and that's important because they won't get that from television. Yeah. Children yep. don't tend to watch the news as much as their parents do. So, you know, giving them that reality check of, you know, not everybody's family has two incomes and, and this house and, and, and right. these things, but they're, they're loved. Yeah, And absolutely. love is important in this equation as well. You know, Perspective your, is a big thing. Your kids are going to remember. I mean, Joe, I don't remember how old your kids are, but I think they're in the same age group as mine, uh, my 10-year-old and my 6-year-old. But yep. Um, they're not going to remember every gift. They can't remember they got them two years ago. Exactly. Um, and they certainly won't remember when they're 30, but you know, they will remember that volunteer experience. They will remember the camaraderie, the fellowship of the family mm-hmm. at, at that holiday time. So I'm going to test this because okay. my daughter's 20. So I'm going to go back to her and say, what's the best How Christmas? How 20? You're only 24. Well, you know, it's she's gonna keep that in the magic. <laughs> keep it. That's yeah, it's I'm a little. I'm a 24 plus a couple. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask her. I'm just gonna be like, let me let me ask you, what, what's your favorite mm-hmm. holiday memories, and what's the best holiday gift you ever got? I'll be curious to see what she says. Yeah. Do you remember your favorite gift? Uh, well, I, I don't know if it's my favorite gift or my favorite memory. Okay. But when I was little, uh, there's these things, and this is gonna age my 24 plus a few. Um, there's these things called glow worms. I know. Oh, I remember those. Okay, and I remember waking up and Santa had put one at the end of my bed. Yeah. And I have that, that memory. And most of my memories aren't with presents. Most of them are with getting in trouble because my brother hated that me and my stepsister would wake him up every day mm-hmm. or every Christmas at, at like 6 in the morning to go through our stockings. It's the only thing we had permission to look at was our stockings before my parents woke up. And he got so mad at us that we got in trouble for waking him up. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so there was that. And memories of always sneaking downstairs and looking through the stockings because that was like the first thing we were allowed to look at before yeah. my parents woke up. Yeah, I had an interesting memory. It's not my all-time favorite. It's just the one that I remember the most. Uh, we were very poor growing up. Mm-hmm. And we lived in New York City in a big apartment complex. And one year, uh, my parents couldn't really afford to get us anything. But there was this, like a fire department worker dressed up as Santa and he just brought these trash bags filled with toys to people's houses nice. to apartments yeah and he walked in and there was this big trash bag more than I needed or deserved but 
I remember it because it was just filled with GI Joes. Nice. And I ha- I played with We're telling those... of Joe's future. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I never even thought of it. That's how it started. That's yeah, right. exactly, exactly. But it was it was a very strong memory for me because if for the first time, aside from this mythical figure, I felt like somebody else outside of my family cared about us, Aww. which was really. Yeah. As, as an adult, I understand what that means. But as a kid, it, it was just like this awakening. It was like, wow, like, this is amazing. That's and, awesome. Yeah. G.I. Joes are super cool. They were amazing. <laughs> yeah. So. More than I could have ever asked for, wow. truthfully. That's cool. Well, yeah. down the street in that same, you know, maybe a different <laughs> borough. I was in Brooklyn. I'm not sure. Where, where were you? Queens. At? Okay. Well, I was in yeah. Brooklyn down okay. the street. Nice. Uh, my favorite memory probably would be my grandfather uh, got me, I think it's Ultra Magnus. Was he? Yes. Yeah, the Transformer. Yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like a Transformer. Well, it's Transformer. Transformer. It's not Optimus Prime. It was his, it was his uh, you know. Uh, it was his, kind of his, his predecessor, yeah. kind of, yeah. 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 But he... <laughs> Got me that, and it. The reason it stuck out was because, again, it wasn't my immediate immediate family. It wasn't my mm-hmm. father and my mother. It was, you know, and I knew how hard he worked, and they came from a third right. world country in yeah. Panama. So it's it, again, it's the meaning. When, mm-hmm. Even as a young child, I could tell that he had to work hard to get me that toy from exactly. the window um, as his grandchild. So yeah. yeah. So hopefully, parents. Awesome so hopefully, memories. parents can think about. Even I would encourage you to think to yourself what your favorite memories were, yeah. and realize it's probably not attached to a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, even though even though I had my act. little glow worm, it was yeah. more of the Santa and the magic of Christmas. Yeah. It wasn't. It was I just act. remember it. Right. It was the act. Yeah. So, like, you know, your kids will probably be okay without that scooter. Yeah. And my mother, I, I got to give her credit real quick. She and this is going to sound very Dolly Parton. As for those of you out there who know the story of Coat of Many Colors, she made me a gift one year because yeah. my mother sews. She's, she 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 yep. she can sew, which I don't know if people can still sew these. Yes, days, they can. My, <laughs> my stepmother's a fabulous. Well, there you seamstress. go. And, and but that sticks out to me. So it's it's those two, you know, the, the yeah. ultra magnets. But this the the thought of the gift of of giving something of yourself is as meaningful to me mm-hmm. as a child as it is now. You know, so I think that's important. As an adult, yeah. my favorite gift was a cookbook that my mom put together of all these family recipes. Mm. Oh, that's a great idea. And mm. it has and like so so it's. My step family, so I only caveat that to to kind of explain it. So, they're uh, they're all from Germany and everything. So mm-hmm. there's all these amazing German recipes in it. My uh, stepmom's dad's Native American, so he's got like all these great Native American recipes. Oh in wow! It. So it's like awesome. And then my daughter, when she turned like 19, she's like, "Do you think Comus and we call her Nicomus's grandmother and Native mm-hmm. American?" She's like, "Do you think Comus would make me a cookbook?" I'm like, "Heck yeah, she would." That's so amazing. yeah, so it tra- so when you were saying about making gifts, mm-hmm. what uh what a great way, and it just kind of leads us into like, you know, with families, you know, you said about spending, we always mm-hmm. feel like this pressure to spend money, and it doesn't matter what your income level is, you feel that pressure, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, talking about how families can, how can they overcome this uh, need of overspending, yeah. and I think kind of that gift giving from something from your own two hands, yeah, could be a really great way to to not overspend during the holidays. So is again transparency. I mean, I love Joe's story because when you when we are poor, yeah. you just yeah. are, yeah. And so it's not very hard for mom and dad to tell you that it just is your reality. Right. Mm-hmm. It actually gets harder as you go from specialist to first sergeant. As he made more money, I think he found it harder to say no. Right. It's funny that yeah. when he didn't have any money, it was much easier to say no. I yeah. mean, it just didn't exist. Right. When you start to have some means, as I think is where it starts to become a the, the Joneses right. come back again. Yes. Yeah. I can I can't stress enough the transparency. You know, we've had a great time here, but one of the things I can tell you from my experience working with the teens, they're under added stress that we probably weren't because even though Joe 
had his experience in Queens and I was having mine in Brooklyn, we didn't have social media. So I was, yes. in, I was isolated. Yeah. Yes. He, he and I, you weren't, have, you weren't looking at Joe's social media, correct. this cool GI Joe. Yeah, yeah. Like, look so, at me, Fran. Right. My, I, you, I, didn't, you had no idea. Exactly. And now yeah, you don't have just that. your community. You have this the huge world. universe yeah. where you're seeing what is supposed right. to be so important on TikTok and so important on yes. these YouTube channels and clips. Yeah. That is added stress. Yeah. Uh, and that then in turn goes back to the parent. You know, we are going to have a little harder time maybe than you did with your 20-year-old yeah. because my 10-year-old yeah. sees things more than I could see at 20 right. yeah. Um, yeah. because of the internet and because yeah. of, of that access. And so, again, I know parents are listening to this, and I cannot stress this enough. Sit down with your children, and you've got to talk to them about it. You can't yeah. avoid that conversation right. because in your children's minds, my, my daughter thinks I'm a millionaire. I don't know why she thinks that, but yeah. she, she does. She would <laughs> think, oh, let me get a pony. And it's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. I had my youngest come to me and say, when can I get a credit card? I'm like, never? <laughs> I'm like, you're nine. You don't need to concern but yourself they, with they this. They see that commercial, yep. the one with the, the, the commercial, the, 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 the kids debit and card. They put their yeah. faces yeah. on it and stuff. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what they see. Or, they, or they'll see one with, with like a special purse where you could put like four different credit cards. It's like, who needs four credit cards? I mean, obviously, people have whole, different That's means. another topic, yeah, but yeah, yeah. whatever. I get, where you're, I get where you're going. You know, but I'm like, you're nine. You don't need to concern yourself with yes. this. But it's crazy the kind of things they're bombarded with. Absolutely. It, yeah. You know, where that's a thought. It wasn't a thought for me at nine. It wasn't a thought for me at 19. Yeah. You know, well. Have they asked you for a phone yet? Uh, no, because we've had that conversation. There you go. See, you cut it yeah. off the pass. Very yeah. Nice. I didn't think I'd have to have a conversation about credit cards at nine years old, to tell you the truth. But we've had the, the so bigger conversations about listening. things like cell phones. Yeah. Yeah. If your kids are eight years old and you're listening, have that credit card conversation. Yes. They ain't getting one. Do it. Yeah. Because if not, the TV is going to do it for you. Yep. And then. Yep. So what resources are available for kids and families during the holiday break? Oh, wow. I mean, there's, there's. That's part of this whole conversation. Uh, MWR is always available to yes. our families yeah. here on, on the garrison, and, and we have a multitude of things that are available, including Army Community Service, mm-hmm. um, all the many things that they provide when it comes. So if we're talking about financial readiness or even if you're talking about how to avoid overspending yes. or maybe if you're already overspent and how to get back <laughs> yes, to yes, uh, that could being be one debt, too. They have all that at Army Community Service, so I would encourage everyone to call uh, 301-677-5590 and talk to Dan Forlano and his team. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as childcare and, and children, you know, we're going to always do our special events and special activities, and this year will be no different, where right. we will provide holiday, holiday winter mm-hmm. holiday, because yes. it's not just Christmas. Let's, let's talk about all, all of our all friends. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Backgrounds, where it's Kwanzaa or it's Hanukkah or the like. And we will do holiday things. Um, so please make sure you're paying attention to both the Garrison Facebook page as well as ours because we, yep. we normally partner up for that. Yeah. But also just, again, in, in terms of what Joe said earlier, maybe maybe you're going to take this year to, to go and see a show or go, yeah. go to the yeah. ice capades or do they still have the ice capades? They, um, they still do Disney on ice. Disney on ice. That's what I know I they do that. I just, I just aged myself. You heard me say ice capades. <laughs> That's right. I, said, I said glow worms, you so did. you're fine. Disney on ice. <laughs> And LTR can help you with that. I mean, so there are things that you can do. And and you mentioned it earlier, uh, Sherry. We, as the military community, really are given some benefits that we don't always, you know, put at the forefront of our mind. A lot of these things we're talking about are at a discount. They're very affordable. 
Um, and even if you aren't going to use MWR, I would I would encourage patrons and parents out there to do some research. I mean, a yeah. lot of the mm-hmm. things the zoo they will do special military rates. Right. Um, they'll do very special uh, things for the holidays. So check things out, do some research, and and it'll be very advantageous if you do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think I think the greatest resource is what you kind of keep going back to. And as I'm thinking, as you two are talking, because you have younger kids, where you're in this now, it's been a minute. <laughs> but is your greatest resources is that transparency? Because I think back to when I was a kid. Uh, I came from kind of a big family and there mm-hmm. wasn't lots of go around. Mm-hmm. So my parents did kind of manage my expectations of Christmas. I get yeah. one big gift. Yep. yep. That's it. I'm getting lots of socks yep. and yep. other stuff that I like. Socks and underwear. Need. Yeah. Things you and need. And so, yeah, you know, right. I, yeah, and I really don't recall thinking, well, this is all I get. Yeah. So, you know, so that I think that your greatest resource is just having that conversation with your kids and being realistic with it. Yeah. Because then it'll, it'll make your life a little bit easier, I yeah. think, for sure. I don't know what my wife did, but she did a really good job of getting them to really appreciate books. Cool. Like, 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 Lucky. Especially like art books, like drawing, nice. how to draw, which is really great because one of my kids is actually a talented artist. Nice. Well, both of them are really talented at it, but one looks like she might lean into Do it something with as it, she's yeah. older. Nice. So it's great to see them value things that... Even myself growing up might not have valued, maybe just because I wasn't the same kind of kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we, we were poor, so I valued anything I got my hands on as really big. Like, somehow, some way, my mother always found a way to get us. Um, she got um, a Nintendo when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy cow, you know? Like, <laughs> looking back now as an adult, I'm like, I know how expensive these things are now. Sure. Yeah. I'm like, how did she pull that off? But she did. Mm-hmm. And, and, I hope, I hope, I mean, by using it, I hope she understood that I loved it because I played it an awful lot. <laughs> Legend but, of Zelda. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Super Mario. Sure. I mean, all those classics. But I mean, and, and kids get things like that now, but it's so abundance now. Yeah. To how, do, how do you get them to really value that? Right. You know what I mean? That's, I think that's a big challenge. We struggle, but I think we're getting off to yeah. off on a tangent. But one um, of the things that I think you're getting alluding to that I want to allude to specifically is with our children having that social media factor, mm-hmm. I also have to give them great credit. They they actually tend to be even more resilient than we were mm-hmm. because of the circumstances. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they are able to bounce back uh, a little faster than, than we were because they have so much more out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't underestimate your children. I say yeah. that right. to parents all yes. the time. Yeah. Even as young as three and four and five years old, they are very resilient. Yes. They're, they're sponges. They, they, yes. they learn a lot. Yep. Um, and especially in the military community. Again, you, you're from a small town yep. in Pennsylvania. Well, we grew up in, in, in New York. It, you are, it'd be amazing to some people to realize when you're in the military community how much you are exposed to. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. Languages and races and ethnicities yep. and religions that if you are from a small town, you would not meet somebody outside of what your normal yeah. Uh, yeah. community looks like until you went to college. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's not as true today. I mean, whether you live somewhere in a small town, you still have the internet probably, so you yeah. can at least still you be exposed see. to it. Yeah. So I always tell people now, you, your children are way more resilient than you give them credit for. Yes. So don't be uh, apprehensive about having those transparent conversations because it's going to set you for success, set you up yeah. for success. And you'll be probably be surprised to find out that they already knew. Sure. Mm-hmm. I have conversations with my daughter. She's like, yeah, and? And I'm like, so yeah, they're absolutely resilient and yep. they're absolutely paying attention. And they're more open to more open to, to your conversations than you think. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. 
like there's there's things my kid my 11 year old is asking me now where i'm like i didn't think you were paying attention to that like there's things like yeah. in movies and tv shows that we watch <laughs> that we've watched before and they're rewatching the same scene and they're like what does this mean i'm like wow like you mm-hmm. like obviously her conscious thought and like she's sure. starting to now analyze the things that she's watching right. which is scary and also makes me very proud at the same time because I I know she's intelligent (laughs) I know she's smart you know and I see it in action it's scary though it's a scary scary thing hopefully it's adding to her holiday resiliency here oh for sure (laughs) (laughs) trying to steer the train back Joe yeah let's get back to it (laughs) and a quick little plug for earlier we talked about this building things with your hands that's another thing we can add Mm -hmm. to this in case you don't forget the 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 ability and the the beauty of of Things you can give someone that's yes. that's that's created. You said you had an yeah. artist, yeah. you know, a, a picture, a drawn picture, or something, a craft. There are so many things that you can do yeah. that doesn't involve going to Best Buy and swiping your credit card. I mean, even yeah. even as adults, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. My staff, I take time and I want to sit down and I want to handwrite cards. I mean, it it doesn't cost me anything, but it's the thought that I've written a card yes. to Joe versus just signing my name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where it's personalized, I think that goes a long way to people. It absolutely goes mm-hmm. a long way. Yeah, bring back some of that old school stuff. Yeah. There's a reason it was good back then. True, classic. <laughs> awesome. So um, is there any other, like, CYS stuff you might want to share with the community? Other, other than ultimately our bigger mission is to support the, the unit and the soldier, and, and that in itself is resiliency because we're going – when you get your children involved with our programs, again, they're going to be shown a different way than if they yeah. weren't in CYS. They're going to learn things that they wouldn't necessarily <laughs> learn if they weren't. Um, no, I think we've, we've pretty much uh, addressed everything, that transparency with your children – uh, to have those realistic conversations and setting expectations. I mean, that could be for adults, if not just yeah. children. Yeah. So, no, I appreciate the time and the and the opportunity. Wow, that was a lot of great information from Mark and Fran. And we have some more. There's a lot going on in December. But the next big ticket item is we have the holiday tree lighting on December 2nd at 4.30 p.m. And we're looking to have that live streamed on Facebook. So definitely tune into our Facebook page for that. And on our next episode, we should have some very important information about winter weather advisory information. So check back with us on Facebook or our different social media platforms, and we'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as iTunes. We're also on divotub.net if you search Fort Meade Declassified.